what's up what it do it's your girl just be real and happy april and welcome for another episode of just be real podcast as y'all hear my girl chloe and she dropped that album y'all better check out in pieces but i don't know about y'all but i wear my heart on my sleeve sometimes it's just called vulnerability so let's talk about it enough chatting let's get real Hey, y'all. I know it's been a while, man. Honestly, truly, um, y'all got an episode, but y'all know me. I be pre-recording these sometimes, so y'all got lucky because I definitely was living it up at home with my peoples in New York. Shout out to my girl, Yans B. That's my homegirl for life. Like, Honestly, it'd be crazy when people be like, oh, y'all are pretty much like sisters and we never look at each other like that because, or best friends, we just really are like, we look out and like, we really are sister friends. So I needed that. Literally, I'm be very transparent with y'all. This may be triggering because it's going to talk about um, self-harm and um, suicidal ideation. Y'all are familiar with this with me. It's not nothing new. It's not something that I've ever hid from y'all or had a discussion about. Um... But um, I'm not going to say in detail what happened, but I'm just going to say like self-harm was was something that was processing at a point only because I felt I was retreating myself from a space where I have been so secluded um, to the point it was more so being lonely than just alone, if that makes sense. So I went home. Anyway, I had to go home anyway (laughs) because... I got priorities and stuff to handle at home every March. If y'all know, y'all know. For my people who know me, know what's up, know what I'm talking about. And um, real talk, like, it, it's just, it, I needed a getaway. And I felt like, in a way, I wasn't running because sometimes I just am a person who has to get out of the environment of comfortability. So being home where I'm at now here in Charlotte isn't a problem as much as it is for me to just be home. And I say that only because I'm still in the search of finding true friendship out here um and that's been an issue because loyalty for people when it comes to me I don't play about that shit I don't take that shit for granted and people try to play in my face when it comes to loyalty and I'm not the one to play with so um I've had to cut niggas off like a lot of people I've met weren't they were seasonal so they had they season they time expired some niggas were more seasonal, but they were not even seasonal. I would say they're temporary. And I tried to put them in a permanent position, and God was like, nah. So they, they showed their colors, and it was just like, I'm not repainting pictures. So I feel like going home, being around people I know have been solid in loyalty and longevity was what I needed. And Ayana is like one of my main friends, as y'all know, that I always you know keep contact with and have... Um, but seeing my cousin too, my older cousin who I haven't seen in like seven years, hanging out with him was like a vibe, you know, going to Long Island to see him. And then seeing my mentor, shout out to Rael, um, sorry, not Rael, Riel, for her um, linking up with her, like, you know, my mentee, she's very productive in her business. So y'all go show her some love at Reviews Fashion. She'll have a new line dropping soon. Um, and I'll have her on the podcast soon too, by the way. Um, long overdue. I know. How are you going to have a mentee and you don't have her on and she has a business and you're all about black businesses? Relax. I'm going to get her on here, but have finally us linking up after like three or four years, um, cause of the pandemic and our schedules just not matching. So having dinner with her was a vibe. And it's just like, I felt like even though we've talked on several occasions, I felt like we knew each other already. Like our souls have already met, our spirits have met. So that's a vibe. Like, I just feel like sometimes you got to make room, which brings me to today's episode calling vulnerability is your superpower. 
Vulnerability is your superpower. Hence why I chose Heart on My Sleeve by Chloe because we know her her debut album, In Pieces, out now on all platforms, was released not too long ago. And it really speaks volumes on levels, not just the love and relationships, but love and life with friendships or any type of encounter with the, with the human species. So Heart on My Sleeve just spoke about vulnerability because kind of that's what it is with vulnerability. You're wearing your heart on your sleeve. And... Sometimes everybody doesn't deserve access to your vulnerability, but it is your superpower because it allows a connection between you and another person, whether it be friendship or relationship or even family, um, where you're understanding how the person is, how they operate, um, who they are and their experiences, because you can't expect to have not have a connection with somebody and then not be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have the ability to be vulnerable and have vulnerability in your relationships, that's a vital key point to connect with people. And I know now, especially since the pandemic, it's been harder for people to really connect because you do have social media. But at the same token, some people can put stuff out there on social media, which shows vulnerability, but doesn't really implement vulnerability. I'll break down what I mean by that. Vulnerability means you can sit here and have a whole post, a whole paragraph. This person means X, Y, Z, or this is what I'm going through, which is fine. But if you're not really connecting with somebody who's looking or seeking and might need that information on somebody in real time in your real life, how vulnerable are you really being? Because you're technically hiding behind a mask and a facade. And that's why I really wanted to talk about it because I'm going to be real transparent with y'all about it, like where it came to the point where I went home um, to spend some time with people I generally knew loved me, people I generally knew were a part of my sacred people gen I generally knew understood me because I had to deal with my safe space. If I if you can't go to somebody and they feel like your safe space where you can be vulnerable, then they're in reality they're not your safe space. Um I genuinely seek true friendships in females or in general out here, which is kind of hard because working remote is not often I have to be out the house. Y'all know I'm a social home. Y'all know I'm a, a homebody. So I am a true introvert. Um, I, so I'm an extrovert for those who are worth being extroverted, worth me being extroverted with. There's not that many people. Y'all know I tried it with the whole basketball team shit. That ain't work because them bitches was catty and weird. I can't do weird energy. I'm very selective about who I let in my space and who I let in my aura because my spirit is so discerning. My gifts are so abundant. My empathy is so vast that I can't just take in any energy. So I'm not, I'm not saying I don't have any friends. I have one friend, <laughs> one friend here. Her name is Bree. Y'all heard about Bree, but shout out to Bree. And Bree's my one friend that I could say is a friend because I don't give people the title of friend very frivolously, I'll say. You have to earn it. I used to do that all the time. I'd be like, oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's your friend. Well, what, what raise to say? Oh, ain't that your friend? Ain't that your friend? Ain't that your friend? Exactly. But that's not me. Like, I'm on some Ashley Silva. We can be friend. You can be my friend, F-R-E-N, butcher, or F-R-A-N, whatever you want to do it, how, you know, Kendall Kendall says it. But you're not my friend, like with the D. Like you got to have the D at the end with friend. Because that means that if it does end at some point in our friendship, then there was enough for me to feel like there was a safe space. But there's enough for me to know that 
if we do break ties, it's going to be on an amicable, respectable type situation where I ain't got to really, it's not going to be high animosity. You feel me? Because I feel like with my friends, I if I call you a friend and we do fall out, it ain't going to be no high animosity. I'm not repeating what you've told me in secrecy. Because there's people I still don't fuck with to this day. I swear to God, y'all. There's people I don't fuck with, haven't fucked with for years. And I'm still holding their secrets. As I'm supposed to fucking hold their secrets. Because they told me in confidence as a confidant being vulnerable. You get what I'm saying? You see how all of this is intertwining, intersecting. It's going hand in hand. You feel me? So, I... And I'm not going to tell you, there hasn't been one time recently where I ain't too proud of it. But I got caught up and I fucked up. And it was the alcohol, even though I shouldn't say blame it on alcohol, but it was the alcohol. And I slipped up and said something I shouldn't have said that was told to me in confidence. And the person addressed me because it was repeated. And I felt bad as fuck because that's not even my normal repertoire. Like when I say I am a secret squirrel, I am a secret motherfucking squirrel. Like... It's to the point where I will tell you something and I will talk in code and talk around it for you to read between the lines and pick it the fuck up. Like, that's just me as a person, especially if I really don't know you like that. So me saying this one thing was like, I didn't realize how sacred it was. I realized how sacred it was and me slipping up saying it, even when it was with the alcohol, I still have remorse about it because the person it was that I did slip up and say something about it was a person I really am building a friendship with, and it wasn't a best thing. Now, given they gave me grace, they gave me grace, which I am very, very grateful for. But it disappointed. I disappointed myself outside of disappointing them because I know me as a person and my character. Now, I did take full accountability. I don't give a fuck. I said, regardless of the alcohol or not, I should have never fucking repeated it. And that's definitely on me. So please forgive me for making that mistake because that's not even my real character or my demeanor. That's another thing when it comes to vulnerability. Accountability also is a part of that, that, that stem of vulnerability. You have to be accountable for your emotions and your actions because everybody's not going to want to be bothered with your shit if you're not going to be vulnerable and thinking somebody about to fucking play the cat and mouse like this niggas, we are not Tom and fucking Jerry, okay? That means if I have to chase you to be honest or be open, if if it's not something that's gradually over a time frame where it's always a closed shut door, I'm not about to fuck with you. I'm just not doing it. Because if there's not been a time where you share something and I'm constantly the one being vulnerable and you're literally being closed off like a closed vault, we ain't got nothing to discuss because that means you're being secretive at this point. See, see, we, we, oh baby, we got so much to unpack on this episode. I missed y'all. So that's when shit becomes secretive. And I don't do secretive. Like I can do secrets. Like you tell me something, whatever. But I'm private, but secrets, being secretive about, but wanting to build with somebody and get to know them, you can't do that. So I feel like for me, like I was telling my homegirl Bree when we were talking last week, I said, vulnerability is weird for me to do with people sometimes now because I've literally started implementing the tools from um, therapy over the years by being vulnerable because... Y'all know I'm always transparent with y'all. I was toxic as fuck. Like, I would do passive-aggressive microaggressions. Like, uh, man, you don't care about me, da-da-da-da. And then have a whole argument just for you to tell me that you love me. Or have a whole argument just for me to take all your attention. Or sit here and, like, try to probe you and pro, um, you know, prod and be like, you know what? I'm going to push your buttons just to get a reaction because I, I want you to give me that type of emotion because that's the emotion. I need that, that shows that you care. 
Um, and you'd be like, oh, Jessica, Jess, you good? Like, my relationships, prime example, my relationships. Jess, you good? Yeah, I'm fine. Forget about it. You don't really care. You ain't got time anyway. Passive aggression. Um, nah, what's going on? What's wrong? Nothing. Just forget about it. Microaggression. Fine. So you really not going to sit here and ask me? That shit is toxic. That used to be me. And you know what is real? It's real to let you know when you know you're toxic and you're able to address it. I am no longer like that. But I am now in a space where... I speak up and say how I feel. They'll be like, oh, Jess, you good? Nah, I'm not really in a good space. But I'm not in the mood to really talk about it right now. But I'll get back to you. If you ask me and I really fuck with you and you're my people in my safe space, like this is how you know people in your safe space. When you're when they ask you that question, they're like, Jess, how you feeling? Man, I'm not in a good space. Are you in a space to receive right now? Because... I got so much I need to get off my chest and I just need somebody to listen and just kind of just have some dialogue. Healthy communication. Me wanting to isolate. Okay. So at the time before I left, before everything transpired, I was isolating. And I said to my friends, because even though you don't owe nobody explanation, the people that matter don't mind and the ones that mind don't matter. So I'm like, yo, I'm in a weird space. I had a hit up my homegirl, Bree, and I was like, yo, I'm in a weird space right now. I'm going to be real distant. Just don't want you to take it personal. I just got a lot I'm trying to figure out right now, and I don't want to displace my emotions on you in the process of me trying to figure this out. So if you text me, I might not respond back quick. And I might not respond back quick. It may be days. It might not be at all. But if the energy shifts, you'll know that if it's something to deal with you, I would address it. Period. Left it at that. So safe space, easy. Whole time my isolation, whatever I was doing, because social media to me is not isolation. I use that as a distraction. And I will constantly say this. Social media is a distraction for most people. Just because you see them on fucking social media does not mean that they are available or want to have conversation in real time, real life. It's literally a way for them to escape and not have to deal at the moment. And they will address what needs to be addressed when they feel is worthy, if it's the time permits. Because some shit ain't worth even responding to. So... I can honestly say she doesn't know this. And I don't know if she listened to my podcast yet, but I'm going to say it. Meeting Brie has been the biggest test and testimony of my vulnerability. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Opening up more has always been a struggle for me because being an only child, I was raised to be alone or raised by myself. So I never really had to share my emotions or do anything like that because I was always, again, active. I was always in activities. I was always doing something. So I never really had to process emotions. Hence why me being suicidal, attempting suicide at at 17 was something that I felt was logical because I never knew I had emotions because they weren't really spoken about in my house, right? So I just, you just did it in silence and just cope, which is why I journaled, right? But journaling at that point was enough, but that's a conversation for another day. So me having to deal with my emotions, I dealt with them myself. I was my superhero. I was hyper independent with my emotional vulnerability, with my vulnerability, right? So I was in relationships, but I was just given just enough where it was just like, hey, you can have this. I'm a swoon. I'm going to do whatever I can to get you. And when I got you... I'm going to emotionally manipulate you because I feel like I know how to do it. Like I used to, y'all, again, y'all could judge me, but this is me being real fucking keeping it a hundred with y'all. So y'all know that's what I do. It's called Just Be Real Podcast. I'll emotionally manipulate, I used to emotionally manipulate my partners to 
fit the mold of them catering to me because in my house, the world revolved around me because of what? I was the only child. So I'm, even though that's what you think, I'm going to make you about me, 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 even though it's supposed to be a us situation because I know how to do it. And I've been so good at it and being so strategic, I can make it happen. Brie came around, right? And I'm not saying this is re like be recently I was doing this shit. Okay, y'all. So bear with me. Chill out. So I met Brie September through basketball, right? And the basketball teams or whatever. And you know how you instantly got the connection with somebody because they're like, yo, I'm from New York. Da -da -da -da. Okay, bet. We both New Yorkers. We bet both out here in Charlotte. We both ball. Like, what's up? You Dominican. I'm Puerto Rican. You black. I'm black. Like, we popping. Like, we from the same area, same hood. So what's up? Instant connection. Especially down here in the South. Because when niggas say Southern hospitality, that's some bullshit. That's going to be an episode I already got ready for y'all. I'll give it to y'all later before we finish off this season eight. But it was an instant connection. So off the rip, we, we connected because there's a bond we understand that nobody else. Because our hometown, the, the rules in New York are different than the ones down here. But how I move, she would understand and respect it. You feel me? And vice versa. So September, I met her. What are we, in March now? So, yeah. So I've known her for like six months now, right? And I used to always, she's probably going to curse me the fuck out for this. I used to always, she used to always be like, oh, um, stop trying to switch it up with me, da, 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 because I used to be in a space where I felt I had to have a wall, like given we have that connection, but I felt I had to still protect myself because being vulnerable with somebody I don't know, but it feels right. Like, I feel like I could be vulnerable with her, but it's like, I don't know her like that. So don't be vulnerable. And we're talking about like October, November until she shared something with me. After I experienced, share something with her and she's like, yeah, I experienced that too. X, X, Y, and Z dot, 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 dot. And I'm like, oh shit. Little did she know her sharing her experience that we, a mutual experience we both had, but being, doing it in a way of comfort allowed me to say, oh, it's okay to start letting her in because she can start being, stop being just a friend. It could be a friend. You feel me? So... I don't know about y'all, but I'm very selective about letting people in my fucking house because that's my safe space. So her inviting me into her home for a kickback spoke volumes to me because, again, we're from the same hood. That, to me, is vulnerability. Even though it might not be to y'all, it's vulnerability because you've only known me but for, like, a month and a half. And you're like, yo, come to my crib. Like, and to in New York, that's big because, especially in Hispanic culture. Okay, one thing for certain, two things for sure. Cloud, okay, see, we're not letting nobody just be in our fucking house, okay? We always got the holy water. We got the freaking candles. Like, we really be, we really, really big about people in our spaces and the aura and the energy. So, to invite me and her being Domin Dominicans more than anybody. Dominican let me in her crib and you really just met me and want to let me in your home spoke volume. So that was like, yo, I fucks with you on that type time. So at that point, it's like, yo, that's that's good people. Now we fast forward to where we are now and it's March. That's my nigga. Like on everything. If Brie ever needed me for anything and I mean anything, I'm there. No question. Period. And I know it is vice versa, like, because that's just her demeanor. Also, let's, let me add in there, too. We're both Virgos. <laughs> um, so we see each other on different levels where I'm able to connect with her. Now, don't get me wrong. As any, any time of, as, of being vulnerable and you're building a relationship with somebody, especially a friendship, 
there are going to be rifts in the friendship at some point because y'all don't really fully, fully know each other. But you have to be able to communicate for somebody to understand how you want to be handled. I give instructions to anybody who comes into my life and wants to be around on how I want to be handled. Again, something I picked up from therapy. But that's how I'm going to be vulnerable if you're able to adhere to what I'm telling you. Like, oh, I don't like how you did this and I feel like it came across as this. We can have a discussion and you're like, well, that's not how I intended it. This is how I meant Blah, blah, blah. Because now with my instructions, you're giving me instructions on how you operate. Now it's up to me to say, do I want to deal with her or do I not? One thing I would say for certain, two things for sure, I will always fucking respect about Bree. She kept it 100 from day one. We had a conversation. She like, this is this, 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 bop, bop, bop. Boom. Make a decision. You can either fuck with me if you don't want to fuck with me. Period. That was that. When I went through that whole situation, with that whole court situation, Bree was the main one there like, yo. Praying for you, da 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 giving me advice, looking out, like, even with this whole isolation, sending me words of encouragement, words of affirmation, because she knows that's my love language. So, that works for me. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's learning. But when I say Brie is a test and a testimony, I mean, like, like I said, friends have, friends have differences. But <laughs> we've had a couple instances where we've had, I wouldn't say arguments, but disagreements. But the way we handled it was like on some, damn, I ain't never really talked to somebody who had a disagreement and let me be vulnerable and they still be vulnerable. And real life, we come to a common consensus where it's amicable and mature. That's what vulnerability allows. And it allows having those uncomfortable conversations with people, even though you really don't want them. So Bree, shout out to you. Thank you, mama. Cause I appreciate you. And um, I'm grateful for you. And you still owe me a girl's night. And I ain't forget. And you still owe me a day too, a just day. I ain't forget that neither. But you know what? I'm gonna get on your ass later about it. Um, but um, it takes some time. Sometimes you don't know why people come in your life. And I feel like that's why Bree came into my life. It was to teach me how to be more vulnerable because I was vulnerable enough for friends to like say, Hey, now I'm not a good space. And then I would shut out and not say nothing. But Brie allowed me to be like, yo, I'm not in a good space. This is what's going on. This is my mental. This is what transpired to trigger this to happen. And it's thanks to Brie. So a lot of y'all right now, if y'all conversing with me or I was able to come to you as a safe space, you can thank Brie for that because I legit, was on some, eh, I'll tell you, and then I'm going to back up because I really don't want you in my business. Now it's on some shit like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to pour it out. Even though my friends were vulnerable with me, I wasn't giving them reciprocity. And I know my friends felt that at some point, and that's not fair to them. So in reality, when you're vulnerability, it is your superpower because it allows connections to enhance. It allows more of a surface to become more in-depth. It allows you to see somebody's soul rather than just to see what they are and what they're able to tell you rather than being able to see it. And they show you who they really are. So I had came across an article to help people um, what the benefits of vulnerability are in relationships. And it really does create a closer bond. It breaks down emotional walls. It invites honesty, makes space for open communication, and um, embraces authenticity. And how am I going to be authentic? If I'm authentic with myself, I got to be authentic with everybody else. And if I'm the first person, I'm already authentic and I made that first move. That means the people that encounter me and that want to experience me deserve the, the full me. You feel me? Um, 
It's a key for friendships, familiar and romantic, like I said before, because it's fostering a closer, deeper and more authentic bond with another person. It keeps us honest with each other and ourselves, breaks down walls and eliminates potential for miscommunication and misunderstandings and allows us to be holy ourselves. And I'm in a space where I'm holding myself because I have a safe space where I can literally go to four people if I want to be transparent. Like if I'm going through some shit, it's four people I'm going to four. That's Dion, that's Bree, that's Key, and that's fucking Harriet. That's it. Because those are people I feel like I can tell them how I feel and it's never going to be judgment. You need people to be, you need to be able to be vulnerable where it's not going to be judgment, nor will they be chastised or put against you. Like, I think I'm probably a, an experience for people as much as they're an experience for me where I learn from them as much as they learn from me. Um... And it's a risk to reveal those emotions because you're you're technically revealing your weaknesses. You feel me? Like, y'all know me. I'll be a I'm a vulnerable thug, baby. Like, I don't I don't like exposing weaknesses because me being so sensitive, you fucking it's my cancer Sharon. Okay. I do have cancer placement. It's a cancer Sharon. Um <laughs> me being so emotional and um sensitive. That shit be, shh, I can't, I'm a cry baby, y'all. Literally, y'all know, I am a cry, I will cry, I am so sensitive, it's not even funny. So, exposing my weaknesses to somebody who don't fucking know me, and because I've had it done in the past, that's another thing, I've had it done in the past, where my vulnerability and my weaknesses have been used against me, and as a form of a weapon, I'm very wise now who I allow in. So, like, Brie would try to break down walls, I'm like, nah. She was like, but you got me, though. And I'm like, nah, we're building a bond. Like, I'll be quick to shut it down. Like, I fuck with you, but I ain't on that level to really say I fuck with you, fuck with you. Because you haven't shown your loyalty or proved you can show up yet. So we're not going to jump into this shit just because we got the same hometown. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't doing it to be an asshole as much as I was to protect myself. And it probably, looking back, it probably wasn't the best way to put it. But it was the best way to put it. Because I don't want to give you a false sense of hope and not be my whole full self to say... I'm learning you. You're learning me. What is it? You know what I'm saying? Like boundaries are another thing. That's a part of vulnerability. You telling me what your boundaries are, are part of your vulnerability to say like, hey, I don't like talking to anybody at all. Or I don't want to be bothered with anybody at all. Or I'm not in a space to really want to have conversation. I need time to myself. Or I don't like when somebody does this. This is kind of what, you know, is my bound. It's necessary. Because it allows you to experience a person in a form outside of the physical. It's more of a spiritual, mental, and emotional thing. So the emotional openness is essential in all healthy relationships because it paves a way for deeper understanding and invokes the empathy necessary for healthy long-term relationships. This is why I say vulnerability is a superpower because... A lot of us want to have longevity in our friendships and our relationships. Like the friendships I was telling you I went home to go invest in, that's because they've been around for 20 something years and there's longevity and loyalty, but there's also that being a long-term friendship. It's healthy because I'm my full self and I'm vulnerable and they're vulnerable with me. I know it's common for us to want to guard yourself and your emotions and holding thoughts and feelings to your chest away from others is a form of protection. But it can be making it hard to be vulnerable in a relationship. Like, you don't need to be in a relationship if you can't be vulnerable. Period. 
You can't expect somebody to know what you need or want for them if you're not vulnerable. Hence why it is, again, a superpower. You don't have telepathy to know, hey, this is what you want. If you want to, let's say your boundary is, I don't do well with being screamed at or whatever, and you're screaming, and I literally just walk away and cut, cut the conversation. You're taking it personal, but you didn't make it known that, I didn't make it known that that's my boundary. So instead of walking away, I should have been like, yo, me yelling doesn't work for me. I literally tune out. It's not something I receive. So I'm going to put this conversation on pause. Because now emotions are high and escalated. And now there's enough misinterpretation and misunderstandings to be, to be misconstrued in the atmosphere that if that simple part was just said, boom. Okay, well, y'all can have your separate corners. We come back and we revisit. You see what I'm saying? But if you're too close off to others, especially in romantic relationships or very close friendships, it can backfire. It can definitely backfire. The bond itself is less satisfying and your relationship may even be more susceptible to breaking. And I fully agree to that. I fully agree to that. Because if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable, your partner can't expect to understand what you need and what you want for them, like I said before. And they will undoubtedly respond in unsatisfactory ways. And because you don't feel supported, you begin to resent them. And with that resentment, you start to blame rather than owning your feelings. And then with that, it becomes you begin to be vulnerable because you got a, you got a whole knot to unwind. It's a domino effect, people. It's for every action, there's a reaction. For every reaction, there's a consequence. You choose to be closed off and hold your emotions to your chest. And we're supposed to have a close friendship, X, Y, and Z. And I'm the only one being vulnerable. And you not being vulnerable, my nigga. Then we going to have an issue because now I'm good off you because I'm not going to constantly be putting myself out there, making myself vulnerable to you. And you can't do the same. Period. I had a friend tell me I'm weird with vulnerability. Um, but that's the conversation for another day. Now, am I intrigued to now know the conversation? Hell fucking yeah. Because now when that person shared it with me, it makes sense as to why they respond the way they do to me when I do, when I'm vulnerable. So now it's like, because I know you're aware with it, I can give you grace. But again, it took vulnerability to tell me that you had issues with vulnerability. Y'all, y'all get what I'm, y'all get where I'm going with this. You feel me? I've had another friend come to me and was like, yo, um, I'll probably be distant for a while. It's not, you know, I have an issue or no, I'll probably, she, my friend was like, she was like, I'll probably be distant for a while. Um, I just don't want to be bothered with anyone or anything right now. And I just feel like I need to lock in and focus. Okay, girl. She was like, just give me a heads up. Okay, girl. Appreciate you. Let me know how I can support you in your isolation and what you need from me and want from me as a friend and what boundaries I need to respect of yours in this process. You see how communication and vulnerability can allow you to get what you need and receive and what you want and desire when you open your mouth and talk. You got to sometimes share the weaknesses, even though it might be you think it's a weakness, but it's really not because all it is is something that you're not as adequate in as opposed to something else. I'm stronger with my left right hand than I am my left, but doesn't mean my left doesn't still work. You see what I'm saying? Like it still has a way. And I feel like we're our own worst critics. And I feel like there are ways to discuss to make vulnerability a superpower and it might be in steps and stages depending on how you want to start by discussing it with it discussing vulnerability in itself um naming a fear 
that might have occurred to express it, which is what happened with uh, one of my friends discussing a recent experience. An experience is literally what opened the door for me to be pretty much ride or die for Brie and um, a goal, like share a goal. Um, but there is also an offset sometimes where I see, even though, like I said, there's a difference between secretive and private when it comes to vulnerability, where privacy may be better than vulnerability in relationships. Um, while vulnerability is relationships is crucial, there's sometimes a balance to strike between being vulnerable and keeping some things to ourselves. So like, excuse me, I feel like if you're with a partner, sometimes talking about your past sexual partners can be off limits, financial health desires, um, cause this can kind of cause grudges and impact what's and break something that's not broken. If that makes sense. Um, cause if you're not a space where you're able to let go, then there's no point. I'm a person I can forgive. Does it take me time to forgive? Yes. But I'm a forgiving person. I never forget. But I don't forget for me to bring it up to throw it in your face. I don't forget for me to be able to know that I need to know how to deal with you from this situation if I forgave you and it was something worth me not forgetting to f move forward with, if that makes sense. So having that as an opportunity to grow as a person and want to find deep satisfaction in my relationship Opening and relinquishing my fears of rejection helps build trust and honesty with others, fostering empathy and build stronger bonds. It's not always easy to be vulnerable, um, but often sometimes requires deliberate steps. And you have to be deliberate when you want to be vulnerable. Like you can't have a superpower if you don't invest in the power for it to be at its best. You think Superman is just over here like, oh, I'm just going to fly. And he didn't just take a chance to see how, how he can be able to know how fast he can go when he needs to slow up, how to just be stagnant in the air as like he's drifting on his, you know, or as he's floating in the air. You think he didn't take time to realize how to be able to manage that superpower because it took him putting in the work to see, well, how does this work? How will it work for me? And how will I implement for this to work where it's not causing harm around others, but allowing me to tap in deeper with myself to allow others to learn who I am? Mm. Maybe I just said something to y'all. Maybe I did. But what I will say is vulnerability is your superpower. And never forget it. Because you don't want to be in pieces. And out here having pieces of you being all broke apart. And you mad because nobody's willing to help say, hey, friend, do you need me? How do I support you? How can I help you pick up your pieces so we can make you whole again? And you mad because you afraid to wear your heart on the sleeve occasionally. But how somebody supposed to know who the real you is if you ain't doing it? Hmm. Period. As I always say on air, keep it real. And as I always tell y'all, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Talk to y'all later. Be vulnerable. It's a superpower. <laughs>